3: Ah, the copperhead snake. It hisses before attacking. But that's not a copperhead. That's the Sullivan's RV freshwater tank overflowing into their black one, which is backing into their vent pipe, making for a very different kind of attack. One that arrives just in time for taco night. It's wild out there. When it gets too wild, Progressive has your RV covered. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.
4: Yeah. Welcome to the Lakers Legacy Podcast, the 100th episode of the Lakers Legacy Podcast. Alan, can you believe it? It's lit. It is lit. 100th episode in podcast years, that means we are 379. I don't know what that means. But <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make this a special episode. And with that being said, I thought we'd switch it up with our intro. We have a new intro song. It's called Forever. And it's by one of our friends, actually. His name is Eric Webb. And he go- he goes under this, the pseudonym Hello Harry. So if you want to check that s- song in entirety out, visit his SoundCloud page. Search Hello Harry. And he is right now in the process of creating a custom Lakers Legacy podcast song for us. But I just wanted to make sure that his song, Forever, gets some exposure now before we get our own song. Because I think it's a dope track. Alan, what did you think of that intro?
2: Dude, I really liked it. I'm super impressed. I love Eric. He's a really great guy, too. How do you know Eric? (laughs) Oh, here comes the nerd talk. Um, So I met Eric at a drum major camp. At nice. uh, UC San Diego, yeah, um, he was at South Pasadena High School. I was at Arcadia, and we bonded over the the sport of drum majoring. And then I actually worked with him a few times. And, uh, yeah, man, we, we developed a really good friendship.
4: Nice, man. And, yeah, I know Eric actually from from church as well. Back in high school, we used to be in the same youth group at Evergreen Baptist Church of L.A. And now he's dropping sick beats for uh, himself and also the Lakers Legacy podcast soon. So definitely check him out. That's Eric, W-E-B-B, Hello, Harry, SoundCloud, sick, lit, dope, forever, it's, I think it's a good segue into our show because our show is always lit and that song encapsulates who we are. So, boom. There you go. 100th episode. So today we're just really going to celebrate for the most part. We're going to touch upon a little bit of what the Lakers did the last game against Charlotte, which was depressing. But for the most part, this is going to be our last show before Christmas. And hopefully you guys can just ease into Christmas with this episode and not anything too serious or too analytical, but uh, yeah. Hopefully, everybody's gearing up for the holidays and uh, getting off work and whatnot or school. So, before we get started, as usual, please follow us on Twitter at Lakers Legacy Pod. Please also rate interview us on iTunes because the more you rate interview us, Allen, what do you have?
2: That is how many more times Grace and Allen will trip his opponents in the middle of games and get technical fouls. Ooh, that is uh, <laughs>
4: that is the Grace and Allen that the Lakers will not be drafting with their second round pick hopefully sorry if
2: our if any of our listeners are duke fans but man i i just watched it right now i just got home and that was really egregious
4: that guy's so annoying dude anyways yeah he had a
2: nice dunk a couple weeks ago that was disgusting he did he did that was disgusting, just like I think his attitude is disgusting. Just putting yeah. that out there.
4: Or how about this? Please, uh, The more you rate interview us, that's the more likely scenario that we don't draft this guy. So if you don't there want you to, him to draft, if you don't want us to draft Grayson Allen, rate interview us on iTunes. Also, please check us out on almightyballer.com. Our blog talk radio page is blog talk com slash Lakers dash legacy. If you're still looking for gifts for you guys, the listeners of the Lakers Legacy podcast, Audible.com is offering you guys a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash almighty. Just in time for Christmas, just in case you're scrambling and trying to find an extra gift for somebody but you don't want to spend any more money because you've already unloaded the bank. AudibleTrial.com almighty. Thanks to Audible.com for being today's sponsor. So with that said, yeah, we're just going to quickly touch upon the last game. And we'll just segue into some celebratory talk on this 100th episode. Just talk about what the Lakers Legacy Podcast has been like on this journey. Tommy's going to join us for that segment as well. But we thought we'd touch upon some relevant topics in the meantime. At the time we're recording this podcast, the Lakers lost yesterday to the Charlotte Hornets in abysmal fashion because they should have won that game. So with that being said, Alan, I'm going to start with you. How did you feel about that game?
2: depressed (laughs) i was so happy or i would say like i felt not to make light of this or anything but i felt very very manic Mm -hmm. very like high and then super super low in the second half uh 41 first quarter points that is ridiculous um what game was i watching yesterday i think it was utah and golden state and utah had 41 points like halfway through the third quarter so we just came out on fire everything was clicking on all cylinders uh D'Angelo looked so good to start from a distributing perspective he was just whipping the ball around these like <clears throat> one hand whip cross-court passes yeah. Jordan Clarkson obviously was ridiculously hot I had him in DraftKings so <laughs> that was a good draft choice I didn't win any money though um great ball player movement uh we were just playing the way that we, the way we looked in the first 10, 20 games of the season, I felt like all of the, like the cuts and the screens and everything, all the dives to the basket were really sharp. And everyone was just moving with a purpose, not going through the motions like it's a, a shoot-around or something like that. Uh, Brandon Ingram had some really sick passes. Mm-hmm. He had that one where he got the offensive board. Before he came down the ground, touched pass it to Larry. Yeah. Um, that was ridiculous. And then he had the the backdoor pass to Lou Williams for the surprisingly explosive two hand jam. Mm-hmm. Uh that was super impressive. But man. And then that second half
4: the second half. Particularly <laughs> the third quarter where uh, I think three
2: points in six minutes.
4: Oh my goodness. After scoring Something like that yeah, after 77, it's crazy after scoring 73. Yeah. After 73 in the first, they couldn't score to save their lives in the second half. And it's one of those scenarios again, where the Lakers just took their lead for granted, let their foot off the gas pedal and the Charlotte Hornets who are a, an experienced team with a really good coach took advantage of that. And from there, you know, the Lakers actually kind of regained some control there in the fourth quarter, but At that point, they did so much to try and stabilize once again that they were just dead tired at the end and couldn't get an offense going. And unfortunately, things started to turn when Larry Nance went down with a knee injury. And we just got an update, actually, that thankfully, um, according to Larry Nance's MRI, that for now, the results are kind of inconclusive and still a bit murky. Uh, The MRI results showed a bone bruise, but the results, you know, are still not definitive and he'll be re-examined on Sunday. But at least for now, nothing too grave or serious. We just have to hope that nothing else pops up between now and Sunday. Um, But when Larry Nance went down, I I got even more depressed because I was like, it feels like we're losing this game and oh my gosh, we're going to lose Larry Nance too? That's when I hit like The lowest of lows. I was like, please, I don't even care about this game anymore. Like, just be okay, you know? The fact that the first thing he did was signal to the bench, yo, get me out of here, get me out of here. And he couldn't put any weight on it was pretty scary. Um, So, luckily, so far, nothing too serious, and we have to hope it remains that way. But, yeah, the story of this Charlotte game is the Lakers collapse. um, In spite of the fact that, you know, Nick Young, Uncle P, was absolutely on fire you know that first half they were yeah lakers were throwing fireballs into the basket i was like these guys cannot
2: be stopped. <laughs> he's on fire he's
4: literally on fire um jordan clarkson seven for nine from three which makes him in the last three games a good <laughs>
2: he's he's listening to us man <laughs> yeah, he,
4: he totally is he's 13 for 20 from three the last three games amazing so props to jordan clarkson and plot props to him getting five assists and only one turnover you know um Uncle P was also five for ten from three. Unfortunately, most of those threes came in the first half. Um, D'Angelo played decently, 15 points, five assists, five rebounds in only 25 minutes. We'll get to the rotations in a bit. Um, Julius Randle was out of sorts for a lot of it until he came to his senses in the fourth quarter and started blocking can, everybody.
2: Can I can I talk can I talk about Julius <laughs> yeah, yeah. for a little bit? I'm it. chomping at the bit here, man. Um, it's a good thing we didn't record yesterday actually because i probably would have just been too emotional Mm -hmm. um so julius first of all congratulations on having a baby that is awesome did he have it already i or maybe someone said like that it happened, but maybe it didn't actually happen yet. All I know is he's like on call. Mm-hmm. Like the second his wife goes into labor, regardless of where they are, he is going to fly back to LA. And um, you could so... tell his
4: head wasn't there because of that. So
2: <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, congrats to Julius. Um, but okay. So, so he came back in the game, like midway through the second quarter, he, he and D'Angelo and Randall turned the ball over like three times in a row over a span of about two minutes, at which point Luke took him out and he put Larry Nance back in. Uh, we were losing our lead while Julius was in for those two minutes. Second, Luke brought the bench in. The the lead went back to what it was. So I paid special close attention. As you all know, I like observing players' uh, body language and things like that. And I'm watching him on the bench and he was the only one not cheering on the team all the way until halftime. Not one time did he, at least from what I could see on TV when we were on the offensive end, he didn't clap his hands once. (laughs) He didn't stand up. He didn't do anything. He had his arms on his knees the entire time. and To me, he just looked like he was sulking and pouting because he got taken out after a few bad possessions. And I want to contrast that with D'Angelo, who also got taken out of the game at that point. He was up and energetic and just as happy as Meta World Peace and Evita Zubots. So, you know, we talk about D'Angelo, or p- not we, people talk about how D'Angelo's immature and things like that. And how Randall seems to be one of the more composed guys on the team. And, and again, I don't want to look at this one situation and blow it out of proportion. But to me, like those are the things that, that bother me. Um, you got taken out because you were hurting the team. I don't know if there's any way he could possibly argue whatever happened wasn't his fault. He was not playing well. The second he came out of the game, the team started playing well and they were clicking just like they had been before. If you're truly team-oriented, you can suck it up until halftime. You're not going to show it and be displeased. Now, if the team continued to play poorly while you're on the bench, obviously, it's not going to be anything to clap about. But I can understand where your bad attitude might be justified. We'll see. If I'd been out there, this wouldn't have happened. It's like, well, dude, the evidence is right in front of you. Swallow your pride for five minutes and show your teammates that you have their back. And you're not just thinking about how you got screwed uh, in the middle of the game. So... I don't know man it it bothered me and then of course you know like Larry went down with the injury and Julius had to come back in and he played well mm-hmm. like he definitely redeemed himself and maybe one of the assistant coaches it's interesting he was sitting right next to Mark Matson on the bench uh when he was when it seemed like he was pouting but uh maybe one of the assistants talked to him at halftime um, Helped him get his head back in the game, and sure, it's an emotional game. I understand you can get swept up in that, and like your blood pressure rises, and you just Mm -hmm. can't control. And he wasn't doing anything destructive on the bench or anything like that. He didn't pull like a Demarcus Cousins, but um, I I just don't like to see him kind of feeling sorry for himself or like displacing his anger, you know, on the wrong thing. Uh, Again, though, to his credit, in the second half, like you said, he was blocking everybody's shots. And uh came out with a lot more energy, was absolutely playing better, and it's because we we needed him. that sense of urgency mm-hmm. was there since Larry went down. But anyway, that was uh, that was grinding my gears <laughs> yesterday during the game.
4: Yeah, no, I mean it's a, it's unfortunate that he wears his emotions out on his you know shoulder or sleeve, so blatantly, and that he's not even able to engage and be present with the rest of his teammates, so yeah, the sulking needs to stop, at least D'Angelo like you said, was cheering his teammates on and when Luke took them out in the second quarter, the two or three minutes they got into the second quarter, the lead dropped, and they were turning the ball over making bad decisions, so that substitution was justified, like you said, so yeah, that was unfortunate, and the other unfortunate thing was Luke's rotations at the end of the game, and this is where we'll end this recap um, about three minutes left in the fourth quarter, Luke decided to all of a sudden jumbo the lineup up or jumbo the lineup and take Lou Williams and, and D'Angelo Russell out of the lineup, bring in Uncle P and I forgot who, who else. Jordan, Yeah, Jordan Clarkson. And typically I'd understand that um, rotation or that substitution. But usually you see that at the midway point when there's more minutes left at the three minute mark it's like the end of the game already you know what I mean it's going to take adjustments mm. from the players coming in and the players left on the court um so that was a strange substitution and not only that not only the adjustment part but like you're taking D'Angelo Russell the only true point guard out who was shooting these bullet passes to wide open guys like Jordan Clarkson on the baseline Luao Dang for three so the fact that he took out a point guard In that scenario was really strange and I thought cost us the game and it was, yeah, it took the guys off rhythm and from there it became the Uncle P isolation show Mm -hmm. and they couldn't really get their offense going and Uncle P had been sitting all that time, you know, so he was cold. He was just trying Mm -hmm. to manufacture something out of nothing and there was no point guard to help him out, help him do that, you know, so... Mm -hmm defensively, the Lakers are getting killed either way. So in my eyes, I was like, well, mm. let's just kill them with offense because Uncle P <laughs> and Jordan Clarkson weren't really doing anything when they came back either, you know? So yeah. that was a strange lineup. What did you think about that
2: mm. rotation? Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I know people uh, were killing Luke for that, but uh, I don't know. it. I, I agree that uh, it was a bit perplexing, but I don't know if I would go as far to say that we lost the game because of that. Um, I, I heard that D'Angelo was kind of favoring his knee a little bit. Like it okay. was visible during that game to the coaches. Um, so defensively, I mean, like you said, the whole team was getting killed either way. But maybe they're looking at his movement out there d- on defense and just said, this guy is going to let Kemba Walker do whatever he wants. So let's put in someone you know like Nick or Jordan who could do a better job of containing him. They didn't, but I guess like they do give they gave the team a better chance of containing Kemba. Um, but as far as like the hero ball, which is absolutely what happened down the stretch, I don't know. I, I felt like there are so many things that happened even before that where we were just terrible. Like we shouldn't have been in that position in the first place. Um, all those offensive rebounds, like what that has nothing to do with our guards you know um unfortunately timofey mozgov only played 11 minutes <laughs> like yeah. it, it would have been nice to have him securing some rebounds for us there's that one possession or two possessions where they had like charlotte had six offensive rebounds and yeah. it's because our bigs just couldn't control the control the glass um yeah i don't know like i i wasn't as upset over it actually um uh, hmm. ingram i mean sorry not ingram but uh Nick and Jordan clearly had the hot hand shooting wise. Uh, Jordan was seven for nine from three. Nick was five for 10. And yeah, I don't know. I, I I wouldn't pin the loss on that. Now, if we could go back and do it again, would we have a legitimate point guard out there? Sure. I don't think it would hurt, but um, I don't know. That's not what I would emphasize in our loss. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm
4: I think I'm still putting pinning it on Luke because it's a, such a strange decision not to have a point guard out there and D'Angelo Russell was actually playing well and you know, orchestrating the offense pretty well. So it was just, and, and also the, the timing of it was strange. I was like, it's there's yeah. three minutes left. Why would you do this? And it didn't end up working out. Like, obviously if Swaggy P had hit some threes, then, you know, this would be a different story and we probably mm-hmm. wouldn't be complaining. But just the fact that objectively you're already putting yourself in a hole by saying who in that lineup is orchestrating yeah. the offense. Like, nobody. Yeah. It's it's Nick Young. And Jordan,
2: I mean, and Jordan Clarkson had five assists yeah. last night too. Like he was moving the ball around well. So if you're Luke, you would hope – I mean, that unit was playing the best in the game overall. Right. Um, So he was probably thinking, well, in the first half they really had it going. I'm going to put him in now since they were all in a great rhythm with each other. Um, So, I mean, D'Angelo played 26 minutes. They said before the game that uh, he didn't have a minutes restriction. But, again, um, some of the guys were saying that – he looked like he was laboring out there a little on defense kind of favoring his knees so it could have been that but I'm, I'm just going to go back to us giving up so many second chance uh, opportunities to Charlotte I think that's what lost us the game
4: yeah and I mean this is where the size factor comes into play not having yep. like a real seven footer or one that can move his feet laterally like you could have Mozgov in there but then the uh, Hornets were playing a small lineup out there so I get why Luke had that small ball lineup with like I think Julius Randle at center and Deng at power forward. So yeah, I mean, it's gro- like I said on Twitter, like it's growing pains for everyone involved. I think if Luke could do that over again, he would have at least put that rotation in a little earlier so they could get mm-hmm. into a flow of things and he could call timeouts in the middle of that. If things were going wrong, because from three minutes left, you don't have any time to adjust, you know, if they suck, they mm-hmm. suck. And that's what happened. Um, mm-hmm. So I think if everybody could do it over again the rotations would be a little more would make a little more sense there would have been a point guard out there but we have to remember this is Luke's first year in coaching he is not infallible and I think there's always a method to what he's trying to do whether or not it ends up working out and that unfortunately last night it didn't end up working out so yeah, that was one of the more disappoint. I mean we've had a lot of these disappointing losses, but this one in particular having like a 19 point lead at some point, having a 14 point lead after the first half and then not being able to close it out, not being able to hold on to that and then Larry Nance getting injured only put salt to that wound. So overall that was like one of the most frustrating ones because it was it was legitimately we had that one and we yep. just we just let it from our let it go from our grasp. Um so yeah, I think With that said, we are hoping that um, by the time you listen to this, you know, the Lakers will probably already have played the Miami Heat and the Orlando Magic. Hopefully they win those two because those are very winnable games and the Lakers need to take it very seriously if they want to try and bring themselves back to some legitimacy and and competitiveness because they have looked better these last three games. It's just hopefully they translate to wins now. So, Uh, yeah, with that said, this is going to be a fun podcast. You know, 100th episode. After the turn, you're going to hear me, Alan, and Tommy just talk about what it's been like to do this podcast, really, and what the last 100 episodes have taught us and how much fun it's been. And thank you guys for joining us, pretty much. This is this episode's kind of for everybody, for all the listeners, all of our followers, whether you've been here from the start or you just caught on. Hopefully, you'll get a vibe of what we've been trying to do here on the Lakers Legacy Podcast. Podcast. It's just a whole bunch of fun, a whole bunch of litness, and Alan. I was, I didn't, we didn't talk about this. um Somehow we didn't talk about this, but I feel like, and I don't want to like toot my own horn or whatever. Uh. But you know how the Sixers have hashtag trust the process. Yeah, you know. So I know lit is a term that you know has been around. You know, it's on Urban Dictionary, yeah. so people have been using it right. <laughs> But yeah. I feel like we are personally responsible for Lakers fans in particular just <laughs> overusing that word, hashtag lit. You know what I'm saying?
2: Because oh, for sure. ever
4: since like Tommy and I started talking about that term and we're like, we don't know what it means, but let's just keep saying it. All of a <laughs> sudden, all of our followers, like Lakers Twitter, have just been going, it's lit, get lit, 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 lit. So I want to say that we're at least 50% responsible for that term coming into the, uh, you know, what's the word?
2: The slang lexicon. The slang
4: lexicon. <laughs> yes, I feel like we're at least fifty percent responsible for lit being part of the Lakers slang lexicon these past year or so. So I'm proud of that. How do you feel being part of hashtag lit?
2: <laughs> um, I think that is something you should add to your resume. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean that's like a a cultural shift right there. Yes, you're responsible for. Um, uh, everyone's like the thousands and thousands of people who listen to us, <laughs> their litness. You are a positive influence on the world, Jonathan. So Thank you I, I, I absolutely think uh, I don't I don't think you should downplay that at all. You should be really proud of it. Uh, we're all proud and it's got to keep up the litness until it's like super old school slang. And
4: still until it's dim, hashtag dim. <laughs> uh, but here, okay. Here's the true test, though. I feel like after this hundredth episode is released, we're gonna try something new. I want to enter into the zeitgeist. Is that the word?
2: Yeah, zeitgeist. Sign of the times. Yeah. Look at that. We're so educated.
4: We're gonna try a new term, and we'll see how well it catches on. Along- I can already hear the people booing. <laughs> no. Okay. No. But you no, gotta hear me no, out.
5: No. Don't change. I like all the old music. Don't change the music.
4: Along with hashtag lit, we're gonna try. Hashtag trill. <laughs>
2: yes. All right, that's worth it.
4: Yo, it's trill up in here in Lakers Legacy Podcast. Then, yo,
2: yo, that was trill. We keeping it trill.
4: trill. You know how we do. We keeping it at trill. What does that even mean? Well, I don't know. We're just gonna we're just gonna use it. We're just
2: gonna say it. Maybe someone's gonna teach us.
4: Yeah. So with that said, we're gonna turn it over to just us, like shooting the crap and just talking about this podcast and thanking you guys. So also, we're gonna have like a. Quick highlight reel of some of our best moments on this podcast. So, if you don't want to listen to that, you can stop right here. But if you want to have some fun and laugh and just see like all the weirdness and random crap we've been saying this entire season, please catch us on the turn.
5: Hey, hey, all the way over there on your laptop. Acknowledge me, please.
4: All right, it is our 100th episode. Happy 100th, everybody. How are you guys feeling? Could you believe it that we are actually 100 episodes into this venture and somehow we're not canceled? How do you guys feel? Lit. I,
5: feel I feel like I'm
4: 100. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, you said a word there that I didn't quite hear clearly. What was it again? It was lit. Ooh, I like that one. It was like sultry and smooth. I like it. Alan, you feeling lit too? <gasps> Hey, when we get to 100, we're still going to be lit. That's how we roll on this podcast. And yeah, you know, we just wanted to kind of celebrate today. We're just going to kind of shoot the crap, shoot the shiz, but also play some of our greatest hits, quote unquote greatest hits from this podcast, which is essentially just us saying lit in different tones and different ways, (laughs) like 50 million different times. But with that said, you know, we just want to thank everybody who somehow accidentally stumbled upon this podcast and clicked play and for some reason, decided to continue listening. It's nothing short of amazing and, and tremendous. Tommy, have you ever gone back and listened to like episode one, or episode two, just out of curiosity? I
6: never have, actually. I'm too I'm too ashamed.
4: Yeah, don't do it. Because <laughs> I have and I'm just like, oh, God, how do we have listeners? Like, what's <laughs> going on? So, you know, thank you guys for jumping on board. It's It's been a great experience. You know, we just did this for fun. I mean, the reason why we started this podcast really was because we have this message that on Facebook with a couple of our other friends. Friends, And for the last two, three years or so, we've just been debating the Lakers, NBA topics, what to do with the team, trade scenarios, pretty much what we do on this podcast, but in written form. So we were like, hey, maybe it's time to just archive what we say in a more efficient manner and that came in the form of this podcast and somehow people liked what we were doing somehow liked our humor i mean some people are annoyed by it i'll admit that but some people definitely like just our chemistry so we're glad that people enjoy it and we're glad that people have tagged along so thank you guys for making Lakers legacy what it is Oh, also, I just I guess it's more tremendous to think about that. I don't think any of us like we're not we weren't affiliated with any Lakers blog, Lakers station or anything like that before that. So the fact that we have hundreds of listeners somehow and like hundreds of followers on Twitter is incredible. So we, we weren't part of Lakers Nation. and We weren't part of SB Nation's blogs. As far as we know, we came out of nowhere. And, you know, we all have day jobs that we have to attend to. Tommy works at a law firm and is always extremely busy, so the fact that he even has time to record some podcasts here and there and started this venture with me at the very beginning is amazing. You know, I work for an animation company and do the marketing for cartoons and will pretty soon be doing production. Totally unrelated. Alan is a leadership coach and helps out with high school students and is an integral part of keeping the Arcadia High School marching band simply the best and and getting better and maintaining that quality. We have no affiliation to the lakers whatsoever so so yeah we're, we're all very busy and the fact that we can use this as an outlet to just talk about our favorite hobby the lakers and basketball and people actually respect our opinions it has been a lot of fun so thank you guys for that and with that said i'll turn it over to some of my co-hosts see how they felt what this experience has been like tommy what do you have to say for yourself young man
6: Oh my God. Okay.
4: Well, (laughs) no,
6: I mean, I'm, I'm shocked. We made it this, this long, um, but pretty proud of it too. At the same time, it's, it's cool that we were able to put something like this together and it actually worked and people responded. And, you know, at first I think it started and we're like, yeah, we you know, if we could get like a couple hundred people to listen to it, that would exceed my wildest expectations. Mm -hmm. And I think we've gotten even a few more than that. So it's been great. Um, this is not something that I ever thought I would do in my life. <laughs> um, and I, you know, it's not if you ever meet me in real life or know me in real life, this isn't really like in my personality to do something like this. But the opportunity came up and and uh, I decided to try it out. And here we are 100 episodes later.
4: How has it changed your life?
6: Uh. <laughs> I was gonna make a super dark joke, but I'm not. Uh, it, it, it's it's been it's been a nice release of a, a pent up anger that I have sometimes watching the Lakers play basketball because it's been. I don't know how I would have made it through the past couple years if it wasn't for this podcast. Well,
4: yeah, Byron Scott, right? It, this like you like you said, it was cathartic for us to go on here and like bang it out in terms of just complaining, moaning. So. Yeah, I think that's a great description of what this podcast has been for us. Alan, what about you? You know, Alan came on about halfway through the start of the summer, really, which is when content really ramped up because that's when the Lakers' real season started. And, you know, it was draft day, it was trades, all this stuff. And Alan just brought a great dynamic that everybody loves now, which is the impressions, but also great insight as well. So, Alan, what has it been like being on this podcast?
2: Yeah, I think I came at a good time. (laughs) We were talking about, you know, the draft and scouting. Like dozens of prospects, and it it was really fun just continuing to do what we've always done, Mm -hmm. you know, without this platform. I mean, I don't know how many times, Jonathan, you and I have sat in boba shops since we got out of high school, just spending hours and hours on these these, like, couches that these places got off the street.
4: Okay, now you make us sound like freaking losers. Now I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we were, so it's okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we would just sit for, like, an hour or two hours talking Lakers casually, but, you know, we've all been fans since we were in elementary and middle school. So the fact that we have it, uh, you know, in this, in this form where it's archived, like you said, uh, is a lot of fun. And... It, it is really therapeutic, like you said, Tommy, to just hop on and talk to you guys basically like we're just on the phone with each other, uh, talking Lakers and the fact that we can include, you know, a few people who we don't know uh, kind of in that conversation is cool. And uh, to connect with fans and know that we, we kind of know what we're talking about and to get their input uh, ha- has been uh, pretty humbling, actually, I would say. Um, I mean, as far as. How much the three of us have played basketball it's it's pretty limited <laughs> um but we are passionate about the team and i think um we we can like mentally uh you know stimulate each other through these conversations so yeah man it, it's been a lot of fun um i i, I like doing the impressions <laughs> it's it, it's like what in what other arena can i do something as, as stupid as just Trying to talk like other people and remotely sound like them. So, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, I'm thankful that you guys uh, included me in this, and here's to another 100 episodes.
4: Uh, crossing our fingers here. Hope they don't cancel us, whoever they is. Yeah, I'm like, what?
2: But if they do, we'll just go get Boba and talk about it. So whatever.
4: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I don't want to sell ourselves short here. I mean, we've been doing this nerd out thing for a while, even without the podcast in terms of we'll look at all these different articles, corroborate our evidence. I mean, Tommy, I, b- I believe, I think Alan told me this once, but he said that you like to debate on the message thread just to sharpen up your argumentative skills. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That is correct. No, it's it's true. It's sad. And I mean, if anybody
6: out there has ever been to law school, it's hard. But like, there are times where it's extremely boring. Um, and being able to go onto this thread and like a lot of times it was just like playing devil's advocate. And honestly, that's what we do. I feel like a lot of times on the show, too. It's like, mm-hmm. it's easy to all like one person say one thing and everybody agrees. I think the more interesting thing comes when you're almost not like disagreeing just for the sake of disagreeing, but you're just trying to argue the other side. And and it makes you see the, the, the bigger picture, I think a lot more clearly when you're able to do that.
4: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I think – One thing this podcast has helped us do is just, you know, step up our game in terms of that. I mean, we were already researching a bunch of stuff, but now when we actually get on the mic, we're like, oh, shoot, we better be prepared. Let's have stats ready. Let's have specific plays ready. And so I think I like being able to delve more just for the fans' sake, but also for us and just being more on top of the game in that respect. And it's really helped us become more knowledgeable and insightful fans. The fact that people actually respect our opinions and ask for our insight is kind of crazy, and I just have to fake it till I make it kind of and be like oh yeah this is what i think and yeah take it as you will so uh it is it is pretty incredible and it's been great interacting with the fans like as alan has said and yeah continue to interact with us it's an open forum here we like to do what you see on a normal message thread it's we're very welcoming if you want to send us an mp3 do that if you want to send us more questions like we encourage and elicit the fans help and support in making this podcast what it is with which is an open forum i didn't tell you guys this but on reddit there's a thread that says looking for fan podcasts and the guy wrote not really an official podcast i'm looking for one that's has a great personality that fans can listen to and the highest bumped message is lakers legacy pod is the best one out there in my opinion oh my god <laughs> wow yeah it has 14 ups and then i don't know wow. who this guy is but there's another guy right below it and he said i went to the same high school as those guys just saying cool story i know i don't know who it is but his name is psychic asshole
2: yes <laughs> nice. huh i'm trying to i'm trying to think of the psychic buttholes that i've met
4: yeah but life. outside of that there are a bunch of other replies to that thread that say Lakers Legacy Podcast, it's good. Seven likes up, or seven ups. Wow. Another guys, like, if you want a laid-back, yet insightful podcast, there's nothing better than Lakers Legacy Podcast. Very informative, and those guys are pretty easy to listen to. That has eight ups. Mm. So it's crazy, man. That's insane. Wow. It's very cool to get recognized like that, even without us knowing that people are kind of vouching for us. So thank you guys for doing that. It's been a fun ride, and we hope to continue to do it, step up our game, continue to kind of progress – upwardly the same way the Lakers young core is doing so with that said before we get to the uh fun snippet of our best highlights Alan I think we're gonna need the whole cast of characters to uh wish us congratulations on this hundredth episode so uh whoever wants to start first
1: all right well uh you know since I'm the coach of the team I just thought that I might uh kind of get this thing started off I want to say that uh it's been a pleasure uh listening to you guys and you know, after a tough game, I'd really like to listen to you. I know you wouldn't think that I'd do that, but sometimes that drive home back to the to the OC is, is quite long. So thanks, guys, for always supporting us. And uh, one day maybe uh, you guys could sit on the bench with uh, me and little Jesse Murmys. Uh Hello. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> I am honored to be uh, first
2: first uh, Laker impression uh, I know you guys don't even uh,
1: you don't even know
2: who I am but uh, you, for some reason you uh, you talk about me very much so uh, at least at least somebody talk about me and I talk about you so uh, I want to say thank thank you so much uh,
1: hello uh, I would not expect I don't think anybody. Uh, even heard me talk very much, but ever uh, since you guys come, I I have to talk more. So I don't know if that's good or not, but uh, I'm going to go look at my my new toe ring. Uh, D'Angelo, get what are you doing? Get get out of here!
5: Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, just want to say, y'all are funny man. You guys you guys are cool. You know you're real chill. I feel like I wanna laugh just want to hang out with y'all and. You know, maybe get some of that bubble tea y'all talk about. You know, <laughs> I don't get, I don't know what that is, man. Some kind of weird, you know. But, uh, John, you know, Jonathan, you my homie, man. You know, we panet, we P'noy, So, uh, what's up, <laughs> yes. dude? I, I definitely wanna meet you sometime, and uh, let's get some of that boba, lates. Oh, what's up, man? Oh, man, Super Michelle, like Legacy, Legacy Pod. Oh man, this dude, y'all are live, man. I I used to say lit so much, but oh my God, now I just say it all the time, you know. Yeah, you know it, man. So, uh, ladies, just you know, y'all just keep doing your thing, and uh, you know, man, we, we 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 definitely gonna, you know, we gonna meet up sometime. I heard you got some Trojans out there, so most definitely, uh, def- definitely uh, gotta get together, you know. Peace. Oh.
4: My God, Alan! I think that was your that was your best hits impromptu on the spot right there, man. I don't think you've ever Thank done you. those guys better. Actually, I'm not yeah, being that was
6: very good. That
4: was very good on <laughs> on the fly. Considering I didn't cue you to this at all today, right?
6: No, I
2: just no, told not, you not at we're all. doing
4: this, and even you on, don't... yeah, dude. You know
2: what? I've I've always wanted to do is just a conversation between all the characters <laughs> just going back and forth. So thank you for fulfilling my wildest dreams just now.
4: Hey, no problem. I think you fulfilled a lot of people's wildest dreams right now, <laughs> including this podcast. So with that said, thank you guys for listening. And yeah, we look forward to the second half of the season. Tommy, Allen, thank everybody. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for making our lives better. Without Lakers Legacy Podcast, we would be depressed and emo. Okay, thank you.
3: geico expect great savings and a whole lot more hi this is maury morland morrison here to tell you geico has more than just great savings much more geico has been around for more than 75 years back when they were using morse code sorry that's just my sense of humor what's more with geico you get 24 7 access to licensed agents on the app online or over the phone so you can talk to them at night or in the morning So forevermore, just know that no other auto insurer has more more than Geico. More power to you. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.
1: Uh, you know, just do it, did it, and it's all. is everybody
2: there? (laughs) Oh, I hear a laugh. That's good. Okay. If you're a first-time listener, just... just be patient. It's cool. We got this. Or <laughs> well, just
4: turn this off. We need a word to encapsulate how we actually feel. So on three, we'll just say it together. Three, two, one. Lit! The well has run so dry for any relevant Lakers-related content that Tommy has resorted to fully engrossing himself into this past season's run of The Bachelorette. Isn't that right, Tommy? That is actually right. I wish I, wish I was joking. Are you kidding no, me? Is Nicole kidding. making you watch... <laughs>
6: I, I've been watching The Bachelorette. Uh, I, as you know, I moved in with my girlfriend a year ago, um, and that's that has been one of the consequences.
4: You know, hopefully, he'll be able to make up with that one dolphin that he punched, and he can maybe just ride that dolphin all the way to China, and that's what we we're hoping for. That
2: was that was interview gold. Uh, and I, I, I punched a dolphin one time, man. <laughs> like, okay.
4: Fellas, how you feeling?
1: Lit. Feeling pretty lit. We lit, fam. Hey,
2: uh, it was lit, fam. It's good
1: night.
4: <laughs> lit, 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 lit. Tommy, how you feeling? I'm
2: lit. I'm in a state of litness.
6: And you sidetracked me with all this lit talk. Um, the uh, the initial impressions were, wow, this game was lit.
4: <laughs> what do we got, Zubats? I got
6: Sunshine, the
5: sun's in my pocket and my jeans. Uh, the feet are. The sun's in my jeans. <laughs> Oh, no lyrics. All right, this one comes from DG Jordan 23. I went five stars for a few simple reasons. The guys sound like a couple of buddies you would shoot around within the backyard, hoop and talk Lakers. A simple fan's opinion without going over the top like some podcasts who just bash and smack talk
4: and make it all negative. Orale, homies. Tommy, how are you feeling?
6: I am feeling great. It was, uh, a <laughs> well, I'm feeling great.
4: So, Tommy, as our good friend MWP would say, do you also I love basketball?
6: I also lo- I love basketball.
4: Yeah, and more specifically, we also love I love Lakers basketball.
5: I love basketball. I love basketball. The more
4: Zubats is randomly on the bench going to stand up and say, I love basketball. There you go. And Lakers. The more Swaggy P is going to be after blocking somebody.
5: Man, I love defense, man. Because it's basketball. Yeah, that's what's up most definitely.
4: The more Brandon Ingram is going to be, Oh, I love basketball, of course. Uh, most definitely. He was doing that weird thing where they'd be speaking Spanish really quickly, but then all of a sudden slow down and say the American names with an American accent. Uh, bonus puntos para Brandon Ingram. <laughs> lit, 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 lit. We're probably gonna say lit, like, multiple times tonight. Tommy, can you let me know what your girlfriend told you today regarding that word? I'm not allowed to say lit anymore. <laughs> Why?
6: Because I don't know what it means.
4: Tonight, we are lit! Uh, I don't exactly know what that means. I don't know if that means we're literally lighting, like, marijuana, or about to smoke weed, or if that just means we're hyped. Tommy, do you know? Uh, I mean, both apply. Both apply. But, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're part of the Lakers. Your wrist is part of us. And, you know, If it's broken, that's okay, but, you know, it needs to be not broken. If it's just a sprain, we can deal with that, and we can run with that, and we can roll with that, because we're the Lakers, your wrist is part of you, it's part of us. Lakers Nation, look here, wrist, you will be okay, because you are awesome. Amen. Tommy, how are you doing on this fine Tuesday when nothing really exciting happened? Ah, yeah, you know, I'm doing all right, Uh... Just a typical Tuesday. Yeah, typical Tuesday. Ah, oh, what are we kidding? Chill. We're just playing. Lakers, we're number two. Unintelligible noises. Lit. 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 Oh, unwietle... We're number two. We're number two. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think on the Lakers team
2: could puh- rock a toe ring? Would
4: probably rock, secretly rock a toe
2: ring. Nick Young. <laughs>
4: He's not going to be on the legacy. <laughs> no, no they don't. No. Um, okay.
2: Uh, you know what? Ugh, God, unfortunately, I think Jordan Clarkson would. Yes.
4: Yeah. I'm your host, Jonathan Hernandez, and I'm joined by my co hosts, Tommy Alexander and Alan Riley. And I only have one thing to ask the both of you guys How are you guys feeling? What's the word I'm looking for here, guys?
0: Lit. And I try to go
1: hard at every basket and uh, dunk, all, dunk all the, all the balls.
4: All right, so that was our Lakers Legacy podcast best moments year in review after 100 episodes. Alan, what did you think of that reel?
2: Dude, honestly, the first time I heard that, I was like, hey, we're kind of (laughs) funny. Like, (laughs) I was legitimately, like my face freaking hurts right now from smiling so much. Uh, (laughs) The last year plus just flashed before my eyes and I only have one thing to say, Uh, it's been lit fam. It's been Trill. (laughs) (laughs) So I looked up Trill. Actually, never mind. I don't want to tell people what it means. Whatever. We got our own definition. Screw that. It has been Trill. For real. You just just use Trill in the way that you see
4: fit and the way that your heart tells you to use Trill. Exactly. You
2: know what Trill is? Trill is
5: just Trill,
4: man. (laughs) Trill is Trill. And in the next hundred episodes, we're going to keep it that way. So with that said, thank you guys for being with us for these 100 episodes, whether you've been there from the very start, shout out to those people. You guys are the true hipsters. And I've always <laughs> liked, I've always liked calling this podcast the Hipster Lakers podcast where we we get down into the nitty gritty. We, we're not associated to any bigger affiliation, Lakers organization. So we can t- say whatever we want. Not really, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, thanks for the old time listeners, the OGs. Thanks to the newest listeners who maybe have just stumbled upon it the last couple episodes. We appreciate all you guys. So once again, Thanks for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at Lakers Legacy Pod. Please also rate and review us on iTunes. Because the more you rate and review us, in the next hundred episodes or so, that is how many times we will all be saying "trill." The Lakers are gonna be keeping it trill for the rest of the season, for the rest of free agency, new CBA, boom boom, trill lit. We keeping it that way. Alan.
2: keep it trill fam keep it lit and have a merry christmas and a happy yes.
4: holidays we've been talking so much about keeping it trill we're like what's christmas <laughs>
2: <laughs> christmas is gonna be so trill dude my tree looks so good right now
4: it's the trillest tree in all the land <laughs> hey, but honestly everybody
2: we wish you a chilly christmas
4: <laughs> hey and if you don't celebrate christmas you know happy kwanzaa happy hanukkah All those things. Just have a good holiday season. We will catch you guys after the 25th, and hopefully by then the Lakers will have gotten a win streak going. I'm going to be in Philly, feeling the East Coast winter. And, yeah, honestly, have a great time with you guys' family. Have a great time with work off, school off, and just hopefully the Lakers beat the Clippers. We'll see. It's going to be a fun rest of the season and 100 episodes. So with all that said, Merry Christmas, you guys. Thanks for listening. Alan.
2: Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Peace. Keep it true. Keep it true.
3: today's opponents on man versus train at the crossing we have rick a 175 pound frustrated man who's running late for work and on the tracks we have bull a million pound freight train that takes a mile to stop let's see who comes out on top
1: you can't beat a train so
3: don't try stop trains can't brought to you by the national highway traffic safety administration